0: Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you because we cover that and much much more. Do you like to debate with
1: your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you. It's the 531 where we take any given subject, break it down to a top 5. From there we debate it down to 3 and then into that number 1 spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast Search for us on any major podcast platform, as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't
0: have to. All right, everybody. We are live with the Combat Cast. Holiday edition, episode 101. We could have celebrated 100 a little bit last week. We just found out. We're working. We're (laughs) We're busy working. What do you want? That's right. Uh, No time to celebrate. Keep going. (laughs) Um, So uh, why don't we tell people we got coming up first? All right, June 3rd, USC fight night,
1: uh Cara France versus Al Bazi. It's a big flyweight matchup. Then June 10th, UFC 289, Nunez versus Aldana. Um, you know, we talked about it before. Maybe the least excited uh I've mm-hmm. been for a pay-per-view in a while. Um, some of the other fights on the card are are good though. But and then June 17th, USC fight night Vittori versus Cannoneer, middleweight division, uh Goliath's very excited for that one,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, that should be really good. Um, and I wanted to uh get into you right before we came on air, you started talking about like, this past week's car, which I didn't get a chance to watch. Um, but I was out and it was funny because uh, I didn't tell you this, but I got a text, uh, obviously from you guys in my group text. It's always like, man, Dern's looking strike, you know, and a buddy of mine who's always just kind of sarcasm and I knew something was up, and he's like, I'm concerned about Andrew Hill, and I'm like, <laughs> okay something's <laughs> not going well here for with Hill. <laughs> and i just made the joke i was like i i heard she got hit and he's like she got hit a lot <laughs> she's
1: she's very tough she definitely improved how tough she was because she took a real ass whooping um uh mckenzie talked about it a little bit during fight week uh but she's you know going through a divorce and you know she's struggling with it or whatever and the commentator's you know, we're going to are saying that, you know, this is her new thing. Uh, She's divorced Dern. Uh, (laughs) She had an intensity that she's absolutely never shown in the octagon before. Uh, An aggressiveness, just like really wanting to. It seemed like she really wanted to hurt Angela Hill. She was taking out all her frustration on her. Um, You know, she, she didn't get the finish, but I think a lot of that was credited to Hill. She was very tough and hung in there. But uh I th- I think it was three ten eights for Mackenzie in that fight, which is astonishing.
0: Wow. Three yeah. ten eights. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. My she God. she looked great. And then she called out Rose very respectfully. She said, I don't know what Rose is doing because no you know, she barely fights, but uh, I don't know what Rose is doing. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think that would be a great matchup. She's a yeah. former champion of respect. So I thought that was a good call out. That's definitely a fight I'd like to see because, you know, Rose has slick Jiu Jitsu as well. So,
0: yeah, but probably not the level Jiu Jitsu that the Dern has. And that would make an interesting fight. Like, obviously, Rose would have the edge in striking, but would Dern improve in striking? And with Rose coming off a loss where she arguably froze a little bit and hasn't fought since... This would be the right time if you're Dern to make that call out, it seems right. And
1: Dern's striking has been improving so much. Uh, she was like making Angela miss and then mm-hmm. countering back. Um, you know, that's she just really has been adding to her striking game, and every single fight is just uh like exponentially better so. Um, Rose would be a tough test on the feet. I would think Angela has more power, but Rose is very slick, especially defensively with her footwork. So it might be tough for Mackenzie to get to her. She would her best bet would be, you know, strike into a takedown. But
0: yeah. Interesting. I mean, well, I hope they make the fight. Honestly, I think that would yeah. be a good fight. Could headline a fight night card or be a great addition to any pay-per-view card they would have for sure. I didn't
1: also I didn't watch the uh, prelims on this, but we talked a little bit about it last week. Just shout out to Chase Hooper, who moved up the lightweight. Apparently he dominated uh, mm-hmm. and lightweight. And uh, so good for him. Uh, I'm going to go back and watch that fight for sure, because I am a, a Chase fan. So I'm glad that he uh, got back on track and looked really good in a new weight class. So good only one decision
0: on his main car too, yeah. other than the main event. Uh, yeah, there were
1: some some comeback wins and stuff too.
0: Uh, yeah, Buck, we got a finish. I saw Diego Carlos Diego Fierro. I saw
1: that knockout. That Michael oh, Chandler wow. knockout was, or Michael Johnson knockout was very bad. That was, I mean, his toes were curled. He was <laughs> stiff. Uh, you know, it, it was it was a bummer to see him like that. But great knockout. That the um, guy's a jiu-jitsu guy also, so he was like, oh, I like ne- knocking people out though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. good for him, man. <laughs> um, so uh this week we decided we were gonna do just because the holiday we're running around this is a quick episode five fights we want to see made in mma and um we didn't talk about i kind of took mine a little all over the place so um sometimes we'll agree i don't know if we'll have any that we'll agree on today but if we do we can just talk about it together so you want me to go first i'll go first my mine's very ufc centric so
1: oh me too yeah okay so all yeah. right so first one i got because this fight hasn't actually been announced oh. yet um, i'm excited <laughs> yeah connor and, and chandler. chandler uh i just <laughs> i really want to see that fight Me Too. I, I started watching connor's documentary on netflix um it it starts right after the floyd mayweather thing which is kind of where i started to dislike him yeah. um so it's nice to get a little bit of behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only halfway through, but it, it's very well done. I don't know if it's going to make me a Connor fan again or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it does make me remember the come up for Connor, which I did enjoy. Mm-hmm. So um, Check it, out. it also, you know, I, this is the only time I'm considering watching tough. I'm pretty sure that it's, mm-hmm. you know, starting up soon it's, going to be on espn which i mean hopefully means we'll be on espn plus and i'll be able to watch it but um yeah i I gotta see what's going on between those two
0: yeah no 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 i agree with everything you just said and i will just add on that just because i have this fight as well i'll just piggyback off that i'll just say that um and i feel the same way like i've kind of as a fan started disliking connor a little bit uh and you know just over enough enough like we had a Poirier loss he was insulting his wife and it's like I like one thing about Connor I liked in the come up was that if he did lose a fight, he always gave respect to his opponents afterwards. Like there was this mental warfare beforehand, but if he got bested, he was like, Okay, you got me. Where like immediately after this fight, he did not do that. And he went on defensive. And I thought, Mmm, that's a chink in the armor right there. You, know? you should you should watch the documentary that is addressed. So Okay, interesting. So I will I'm already interested in that. I'm glad we said that. And uh, the only thing I just wanted to add on that. Was that I will say, um, not even as a Connor fan, but just as a fan of MMA and UFC, I'm very curious, and I want this fight to be made, and I do have my doubts that it's going to be made, too. I'm, I'm like 50-50 on it. I am feel a little more secure now, but I still have my doubts. But I want it to be made, because I also still want to see where Connor actually is at. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like he's walked away now a little bit, some time off here, and it's like to me, this is make or break. Like he's going to come back and he can put on a hell of a performance, or we're going to see someone who just doesn't have what it takes anymore at right. this high level. You know, and I want to see that. I want to know where he's at. Right. Yeah, he was so great, and
1: you know, it's hard to be the best when you're sleeping sat in satin sheets, um, sort of scenario. So, mm. you know he he has a desire to be a fighter, but is it strong enough to make him make all the sacrifices that you need to make to be a world champion? So uh, he's definitely going to get tested in there for sure. So excited. Hopefully that one happens. That one's the most likely for sure. So let's move on to next on my list. Uh, Probably not on your list. Uh, Aaron Blanchfield versus Alexa Grasso. I know that they're talking about giving Valentina uh, another rematch. Uh, I know that's in the works. But let's just throw that out or say Alexa wins the rematch or whatever. Um, I would like to see Aaron get her shot. So really, whoever the flyweight champion is, I want to see Aaron Blanchfield mm-hmm. fight them for the belt. I think she's ready.
0: Yeah, I mean, great fight. If it happens, it's realistic at some point. Um, Akrasa looks so good, too, <laughs> when she won that championship. So, uh, I mean... That's arguably right now. And again, we don't know. We'll see if Valentina gets a rematch. She definitely could. Valentina's a great champion, great. App, so she can make adjustments. And but right now I would say not count Valentina. These are obviously the two best in the world, the division.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to uh, a heavyweight title fight that I really want to see, which I doubt we're going to see is Tom Aspinall versus John Jones. Mm-hmm. I don't think John Jones is interested in that. He seems to only be interested in the Stipe fight, and then if they can get a Francis to happen somehow, that's looking less and less likely every day that he's going to come back. Uh, seeing as how he, you know, has equity in PFL and all that, I don't see him coming to the UFC and fighting again now. But uh, I think Aspinall is good enough everywhere to test John Jones. He's explosive um, and he's confident. So that's one I want to see. I think he could test John for sure.
0: Yeah. Did you see the thing that came out today? I don't know if you did, where uh, the PFL man uh, owner basically responded to Dana White. Uh, Dana White was not... He, Dana White, also in the extended clip, says he wasn't... You know, He's not talking smack about the PFL. He says, I'll be happy to talk smack about people I don't like. I've done it before. Oscar De La Hoya... Um, whoever owned Bellator before, before Scott Coker, I remember mm-hmm. he did that with him too. But he said that, he said, they've always been respectful, nothing, like but he says, I don't understand the business model of what they're doing here. And, you know, taking a lot of money out. And the guy from PFL put out a little thing in 2018, Blockbuster CEO had put out, Netflix is not our competition. They're not even on our radar. And he put down 2023 with Dana White. So I thought it was a funny quote, but I mean, to data's point, you know, like these guys are spending a lot of money for a company that doesn't have, you know, a thriving pay-per-view business. Uh, they're not selling, like they're not going to like, you know, major ticket sales and not pulling in huge TV ratings. So you do wonder where this is eventually going. I, I mean, I want PFL to do well. So let's just put that out there. But I, I do think MMA is coming to a
1: crossroads. Uh, with the fighter pay issue, we didn't really talk about it, but uh, everyone knows the UFC made record-breaking profits last year, and the profit-sharing of the athletes went down, which yeah. all people did all year was complain about fighter pay, and then they got paid less. So right. um, if wow. PFL can put out a, a you know reasonably comparable product to the UFC – people do- will not watch UFC. I just feel like they're, you know, if they can feel ethically better about watching PFL and get the mm-hmm. same experience, they would rather watch that. I mean, I would. But, right. you know, the best of the best are in the UFC still right now. So. Right. It's
0: a long way. They got a long yeah. way. Someone's yeah. got to invest a lot of money in this PFL and keep it going for a while. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. It, it's tough to build against, you
1: know, the UFC when they can just by all the talent but you're yeah. seeing something you know some guys are signing over to one championship or pfl mm-hmm. or whatever
0: that the ufc is going after and they're not getting these guys so right. um we'll yeah. see by the way i saw something and we're getting way off track here we'll get yeah. back on your list but eddie alvarez was on uh the um they had a little thing on uh it was on youtube i think it's on espn plus too where it was the before the ultimate fighter and they had different people talking on there. Michael Chandler um, and a few other people. But Eddie Alvarez was one of the people they had on there, too. And Annick even said, congratulations on your recent bare-knuckle championship win. And Eddie Alvarez Underground the King, always a pleasure to have. So they didn't run away from stuff that he's doing, necessarily. And I thought that was kind of refreshing. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're giving you know, praise to something else. We we're having another guy on here, basically, in a somewhat competing promotion. And talking about his experiences and what he could add. Now, granted, it's a YouTube show. I don't know how many people even watch this thing, but I thought it was interesting. So maybe, maybe the UFC also was like thinking, huh, maybe we better start having some goodwill with some of these people, too. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, possibly. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be the worst idea, you know, soften the stance a little bit.
0: Uh, now, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's go back to your list here. All that. right.
1: So, next, I want to see Kamza versus Robert Whittaker at middleweight. Mm. Um, I know that Whittaker is going to be fighting Duplice um, or Duplice, um, but I'm going to assume he beats him. Uh, I don't think you know either Izzy or maybe Kamza are the only people I think that could be Robert Whittaker. So, I want to see Kamza versus Whittaker, like, hopefully this year. Mm. and then uh my last one is i kind of picked with my heart not really a fair fight probably don't really deserve it but uh i want to see the winner of justin gaethje and poirier fight makachev for the title
0: oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, that's a good point i mean i do too it's probably more of a heart pick too you know uh poirier even recently said that you got to give it to dariush if he wins right like it yeah. seems fair but even he said afterwards, but of course, it's the fight business, not the fair business. So we'll just yeah. see what happens. You know, If he goes out there and starches Gaethje, he's getting a title shot. I definitely would. Uh, I say it's definitely a possibility. Um, all right. I'm going to throw my list out here a little bit. That was a little awkward place. Like you, I had Connor Chandler there, like we discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Jones and Nagano down because it's a fight I'd love to see. I, I would like to see that happen. But I mean, at the end of the day, perfect world big money fight you know Francis does his thing kills it John does his thing we get this epic world title fight at heavyweight um this is one I thought would be a little fun Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway strikers delight right Let's, yeah yeah I mean I think Max could make lightweight no problem and beyond and I'd love to see him with Gaethje because I feel like they're both kind of even though I know Gaethje's working on it, but they're both kind of volume. They like to throw a lot of punches out there. So. And also, Gaethje will definitely test Max's chin. You know, Max
1: has never been knocked down before. If anyone was going to knock him down, it'd be Gaethje.
0: Um, and also, continue my list as I got to fight something here. Um, I have Habib versus GSP. It's a fight we never got, but I thought... Mm-hmm. I'd love to see this fight if Habib was ever going to come back and we were going to do a special attraction type deal. You know, I think like this would be a fun, fun fight to me
1: at 170. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 170 for sure.
1: Yeah, um, that would be excellent. I would, I would love to see that one. As the time goes on, it's less and less likely because GSP is older and, mm-hmm. you know, Khabib's out and seems to be happy being out. But that would have been an excellent fight.
0: Absolutely. I got one just to not be all UFC. Cyborg versus Kayla Harrison. PFL and Bellator work together. It's the biggest woman fight you can make outside of UFC. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see that one? That'd be great. Absolutely. And I'll give you one extra, only because I realized that Joe had put up a picture of Nate Diaz for this, and we didn't have any Nate Diaz. So I'm going to throw something fun just a little out there. The third fight, but a boxing match versus Connor and Nate maybe out of the UFC or maybe at the UFC, another special attraction. Just mm. those two throwing punches, equally skilled boxers, you know, MMA fighters, but high-level strikers at MMA, have them have a boxing match one time. I'd be down to see it. Who would you favor in a boxing match between those two? Nate Diaz. Because I think, here's why. Again, don't know what Conor we're getting, so we'll <laughs> see as Conor chance. And Nate's going to, but it's still, at the end of the day, my problem I I, I think it'll go similar to their fights I think Connor would start off hot and heavy then Nate would turn it on Connor may survive if he plays his cards right and positions his energy right but I feel especially in a fight that's gonna go beyond five rounds later rounds even by eight around ten Nate will eventually get that finish because he'll he'll find a second third win and keep coming on stronger
1: I'm not so sure anymore after watching uh, Nate's last fight who was a against tony, tony ferguson yeah you know he he was tired in that fight he was you know mm-hmm. three rounds or whatever and he was done he was walking away turning his back to him and everything it's it true i'm not impressed because
0: he won that fight but you're right he was looking a little beat up in that
1: so i mean we'll see we'll see in this jake paul mm-hmm. boxing match what his cardio is because really you know, old school Nate Diaz would go in and just put pressure on Jake and volume and just wear him down immediately and and, you know, bust him up with volume, but I don't don't know if he still has that gear to push to anymore. He didn't show it in that last fight. Now, I know he really wanted to get out of that contract. He was just trying to fight to -hmm. get out of the contract, so I'm not sure how much he really trained or cared or whatever and that could be part of it, but uh, you know, Nate Diaz being a Diaz brother and, you know, just being a fighter at heart, I imagine he trained for that fight. I think he might just be getting a little bit worn down. We're going to find out, though.
0: We're going to find out. Also, interesting note, before we get out of here, too, that fight, too, there's a rule about, like, a dry rule in Texas where they're not allowed to have any marijuana system. Somebody brought up a good point. They said if uh, Nate actually wins the fight, it might be ruled a no contest. And I yeah. thought that would be such a Jake Paul like thing to happen, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he had marijuana in his system, yeah. so you got to disqualify him. He's a cheater, yeah. Uh, yeah. Texas. <laughs> looks so funny. Like Because, I mean, I expect Jake to um, beat him up. And uh, I don't know if he'll finish him because Nate has that chin. Uh, but Jake is bigger. younger it is boxing you know and nate hasn't actually had a boxing match so it's interesting but we'll see we'll see what happens if you know that nate diaz we talked about is still there and we get to rounds five round six Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) yeah it'll be interesting all right,
1: why don't we tell people we got coming up one more time? All right, June 3rd, USC Fight Night, Cara France versus Albazi. Then June 10th, USC 289, Nunez versus Aldana. Then June 17th, USC Fight Night, Vittori versus
0: Cannoneer. All right, guys, we'll see you at the fights. Happy Memorial Day.